You're listening to the OKC82 Plus Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, Thunder fans? Welcome to uh, what could be the final home court edition of the OKC82 Plus Podcast. Um, The Thunder lose 111-98 to to Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and the rest of the Portland Trailblazers. Brady Trantham here sitting courtside with Madison Morris once again. Hello. Yay. Um, Madison, this was this was a game just like uh, the, the last two games. The Thunder get off to a good start. Um, the Blazers are able to kind of make it – regain some control in the middle part of the game this one being the end of the second quarter into the beginning of the third quarter um, but unlike game three the Thunder's offense um, along with their defense of course their offense just went away so hard in that third quarter Portland was able to pull away regain momentum and control the Thunder just were never able to uh, bounce back they got it to within seven I believe late in the fourth quarter but it was just a game that as soon as Damian Lillard went off and the Thunder could not score uh, to answer, because even, you know, the Thunder are up seven, Dame goes off. Um, you I, Obviously, you don't want to trade Dame threes with, like, mid-range shots, or even if they go in, you don't want to trade three, threes or twos, but at most, you want to offset some of that scoring a little bit to give yourself a chance in the fourth, and uh, the Thunder were not able to. Russell... Uh, goes 0 for 7 in the first or in the second half. Paul George, who started off the game really nice, just continued to play and shoot like he has been shooting in this playoff series, which is terribly. And uh, he was able to get to the free throw line, but again, like they there's at least one more game, Madison. But it just seems like Portland not only has the right mindset, the better mindset in this series, they they just seem like the better team. Yeah, and I kind of saw that. Uh, especially in their post-game pressers tonight. We got to hear from C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard and just the things that they were saying about how this team has had to overcome a lot of adversity, how they've had their back against the walls. They've really uh, talked each other up. They've really made sure that they are unified and they come out here and they just play their – just simply like their dynamic. And it's just been working for them, and that's been so apparent. Yes, the Thunder were able to take that win. Um, Gosh, what is today? Oh, so Friday night – totally lost on my days right now but um they were able to take that win on friday night but i mean honestly i think that was the first time i've seen portland just really be out of rhythm and i really think that it was just the thunder being back on their home court the fans going crazy yes the fans were great tonight but portland really had the right mindset coming into tonight's game because they were not happy about their performance uh during game three and they even said that and they said they had to make a lot of adjustments but they i mean damian lillard left it left us with it after game three he said they're going to make them work for it coming back uh to oklahoma city on sunday which that's exactly what they did and the thunder just i don't think they were ready for it and i think portland just really turned it on and they got hot when they needed to get hot and that's really what's important yeah i asked uh terry stotts dame and cj basically um you know because like you said madison they <clears throat> they were not at all I mean, I guess at the very at the most they were just annoyed with how the Thunder conducted themselves at the end of Game Three, uh, with Paul George's dunk, Damian or Dennis Schroeder's uh, mocking of Dame uh, Dame time gesture right into Damian Lillard's face. Right. Um, you know, it, at the beginning of the series, I thought the Thunder had the right mindset. Um, the, the in the first two games, it was just a matter of the Thunder were just shooting so historically terribly 
that if you if they had just shot average, you know, they would have at least won game, probably game one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the Thunder had the right mindset. You know, we're not we're not doing we we're not doing something that we have to drastically change. We're we're doing the right things. We're making the right shots. Make or making the right plays. Um, they're just not falling, so we just need to continue to do to do that. And with that game three win, it really seemed like wow, you know, they they were correct. They had the right mindset, and it could carry over into the Thunder regaining control of this series, or at least going back to Portland uh, tied two two. But with the way the Thunder just are, and like again, I know they're not eliminated, but they're down three one. Like that's yeah, just the reality. It's not looking good. Yeah, that's the reality of the situation, but. I just want to get to this thing that I've thought in my head, and I kind of tweeted about it towards the end of the game. I alluded to it. There's just something that is not condu- something wrong with the personality of this team. Um, it's not conducive to winning, Madison, and we've seen it now two years in a row. I'm not going to count that Houston series um, two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. That was Russell Westbrook. Um, a not ready for prime time, Victor Oladipo and Steven Adams, who's a non-floor stretching center against Houston. That's you know that's a mismatch. So I'm not going to count that. But last year Utah, they were never deterred. They had the same the, the same mindset from game to game. They did not get too high or too low. The Thunder, they're a team that historically, especially with Russell Westbrook running the show by himself. They um, thrive off momentum. They thrive off of high energy and emotional play. And when the shots are falling, they look incredible. When mm-hmm. the shots are not falling, all that all that energy becomes negative, and it just trickles down from the top to the bottom. Um, we're seeing that same thing this season. So when I thought the Thunder had the right mindset, the way that they the way that they wanted to win Game Three, I didn't really think that much of it. But with Terry Stotts's, Damian Lillard's, and CJ's post-game comments where they said, we're not going to talk to the Thunder. Um, we're not going to participate in trash talk. Mm-hmm. We're only going to talk to ourselves, focus on ourselves. It's just a drastic, stark difference between the mindset of two franchises and two yes. franchises that have had similar, the, like the opposite of success in, the, in recent postseason uh, series. You know, Portland came into the se- series losing uh, – their last 10 playoff games the thunder have all their failures you know that are (laughs) that we all know about coming into this playoff series as well and i just i just don't know what you can do when when russell westbrook is your guy and we know how he plays and that's what makes him so great that edge when it's not working it it can just fall so quickly the thunder were leading by seven and then they were all of a sudden in in a minute and 12 down five yeah heading into the locker room, you know, an 11-0 run to end, it, to end the second quarter. And then midway through the third, it, that, that ballooned to a 34-11 run. Yeah. And nobody in this building thought the Thunder were going to come back and win. No, and, I mean, they didn't, rightfully so. I mean, I I don't want to say that I was sitting up there completely confident that the Thunder were going to come back just because, I mean, I feel like this team, especially this year and definitely in this playoff series, if they see themselves get down way too much and then – I mean, obviously Portland got out to, what, a 19-point lead at one point. That, That's a huge deficit, especially in a game that was as important as it was tonight. So, yeah, the Thunder got down, and you could just kind of see it. You could feel the energy in this arena just completely dilapidate. I feel like everybody kind of just gave up on it because, I, I mean, yeah, fans were probably very discouraged about it, but 
you can kind of see it in the performance of these guys. I mean, guys like Terrence Ferguson, he made one shot all night. It was a three-pointer. He was one of seven from the floor. Guys like Jeremy Grant, I think he finished with like 10 or 11 points, but he did not have the same game he did on Friday. And that just made such a difference because Brady and I sat right here and talked about how vital it was for Jeremy Grant and Terrence Ferguson to have the games that they did. And that's what contributed so greatly to the Thunder getting that win on Friday. But guess what? The tables turned once again, and they didn't have great performances. Paul George and Russell Westbrook, I mean, eh. Paul George had a really hot start defensively. He was able to knock down some shots, but just went totally cold. He had 32 points, but what Brady was saying is he was able to get to the free throw line. Going 12 of 14 from the free throw line, that's what helped this guy out tonight because he really wasn't knocking down the shots that this team desperately needed him to. And Russell Westbrook, I don't know. He was doing a very good job about kind of biting his tongue and getting out of some tricky situations. He made some pretty timely shots, obviously had a nice three-pointer above Dame at one point. But my goodness, it was just, I don't know. That third quarter was just the most gruesome thing to watch. It felt like it took five hours for it to end. And it was just Portland having every single thing that they possibly wanted and the Thunder just having to dwell in it. Yeah, that, that, that Russ three over Dame... Um, I, I, I don't think the the, day, the the Lillard run started immediately after that, but it really seemed like it did. And when you remember game three, when Russ rocked that big-ass baby of his. The very um, giant baby. Um, um, right against Dame, you know, Dame went on that 25-point explosion. Um, Dame basically did the same thing tonight, just not as explosive, but he hit shot after shot after shot yeah. after shot. Um. It's, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I wrote about, you know, entering entering the series. I, I still think this, and I, I knew this coming into the series. Terrence Ferguson is the Thunder's main X factor. Mm-hmm. He, If he had a good series, the Thunder were going to win. If he did not have a good series, the Thunder were probably going to lose and lose quickly. Um, for him tonight, you know, one of seven, six of the, his seven attempts uh, from three. I like the aggression, but it's a results-driven game. It's a results-driven league. And one of seven, one of six from three is not going to cut it. I mean, Grant had an okay game. He had ten attempts, uh, five attempts from three, hit three of them. That's a good. That's an okay game. But you need Grant and Ferguson to produce right. in the postseason. And maybe, ter- maybe that's a little too much for us to expect from Terrence Ferguson in his. It's not his rookie year, but it's his first year as a as a consistent starter. It's his first run in the postseason as a starter. So it's it's basically just an extended rookie campaign. Right. So. Um, but that's that's where the Thunder are, and that brings me to my point, my overall point and gripe with the Thunder is that they they are just so reliant on guys mm-hmm. to do so much. Yeah, they're so reliant on Paul George to score at a high efficiency rate. Um, when he was doing that, when he was healthy and playing like an MVP candidate, the Thunder were really good. Mm-hmm. Then he gets hurt, and he gets hurt in a manner that is not really avoidable. What did he hurt? His shoulder. Yeah. What does Paul do on defense? He blows up screens. How do you blow up screens? <laughs> with you, your shoulder. You run through them <laughs> with your shoulder. So um, the Thunder, you know, they're, rely- they're, they're heav- heavy reliance on one guy to do X, Y, and Z. It catches up to them this time yeah. of year because, yeah, if Paul George, if he goes 8 of 21 tonight, 4 of 10 from 3, if he's 7 of 10 from 3 and, you know, 14 of 21 – the Thunder win. But this is how Paul's been playing. He's hurt. 
I'm not saying that that's an excuse. It's the reality of the situation. He's healthy enough to be out there, but the Thunder just, they're so reliant on Paul to do this. They're so reliant on Russell to provide um, a lot of positive impacts on the game in other ways, not necessarily from his scoring efficiency, because we know that that's probably not going to be the case. And then when you get down to Jeremy, Steven, and Terrence, they have to score. They're not going to get a lot of attempts, but they have to score. And it's just, you're asking too much. Yeah. And then you get to the bench, and, you know, Portland's bench is nothing to write home about. Oklahoma City has a better bench than Portland because of Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder's the best bench player in this series. I'd argue Dennis Schroeder's one of the better bench players in the playoffs because yeah. Dennis Schroeder is a 20-point-per-game scorer in the league. We've seen that with his time with Atlanta as a starter. But they're so reliant on him to do everything off the bench, for the bench. If he has a good game, the bench has a good game. If he doesn't, the bench has a bad game. Tonight he was 6-12, uh, great, 17 points. Uh, he did everything in his power in that third quarter to quell the Blazers' scoring run, and he did it in the right way. He got to the paint. Um, but, again, just too many – just too many – like it, the Thunder just have a they have a very weak foundation mm-hmm. of how they built this basketball team. And again, they they haven't been eliminated yet, but it's not as simple as get shooters because <laughs> that's hard to do that's hard to get. Yeah. A, B, they don't just need another three uh, uh, another spot-up shooter because if Alex Brinas plays in this series, I it, I it doesn't move the needle for me. Brinas right. is a good three-point shooter, but he's also woefully inconsistent just like mm-hmm. the rest of this team. So if he was consistent, Abrinas, cool. Maybe the Thunder have one more win. If he's usual, Abrinas, which is a consistent, they're probably still down three-one. <laughs> but they they don't just need a spot-up shooter. They need a, they need a, a spot-up shooter who can play defense. So they need a three and D guy and a three and D guy that can put the ball on the floor and uh, create his own shot. And good mm-hmm. luck finding that. That's yeah. Tobias Harris. Good luck getting that off the, <laughs> you know off the waiver wire. Um, yeah, so like. That's the difference between the Thunder and a lot of teams is other teams' leadership, they're more, I don't want to say stoic, but they're less reliant on playing, thriving off of emotional momentum. Yeah. And then you get into their rosters, you know, the Thunder in comparison to other teams, um, those teams are less reliant on guys to have to perform at a high level. Like Terrence Ferguson, you have to perform. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it's it's hard. Yeah. Um, the Blazers are not looking to Rodney Hood or uh, Evan Turner or, um, Marque- or Mo Harkless to hit all the threes. They're, they, they can and they're capable of, of, of doing it, but their, their offense is not predicated on, okay, we know CJ and Dame are going to do their thing. You guys need to contribute all the time. Yeah. It's, it's just a stark difference, and it's just very noticeable right now. No, it is very noticeable, and, I mean, it's kind of a day and night difference right now, just the way that Portland is vibing with each other on the court, and they're vibing on and off the court. They're talking each other up, kind of like I was saying in my first little point that I made on the podcast, was they're talking each other up. They're making sure that they are on the same page once they enter this court. They have a goal. Uh, was it CJ or Damian who was telling us that, they are not talking to Thunder players, not they talking all, to refs. Uh, yeah, uh, Dame said that to Damian me, and then I asked CJ about it, and they were like, yeah. Right, like they, they're not, I don't know, right now they have the right mindset, and I think that's such a big difference because what we were talking about before we even recorded was with our good friend Dylan Buckingham of K4. Um, hello. Um, so we were kind of talking about that right now. It's kind of a mindset because 
OKC and Portland are similar in the fact that they both have incredible talent on this team. But right now, Portland is just the better team because of the way that they have prepared for this series. And I don't know how that's going to change for the Thunder going to Portland because right now they have been extremely unlucky on the road in Portland just in postseason. I mean, obviously they did very well in the regular season. Definitely don't want to take that away from them, but they're struggling quite a bit in the postseason going to Portland. So right now there is so much riding on this game that's going to happen in two days. And I don't know if they're not going to be ready to handle it, then I think this could possibly be the last time we walk out of Chesapeake for quite some time. So, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot that they're going to have to factor into tonight and take over to Portland. Um, hopefully that they are – hopefully they're going to just really clean some stuff up. They're really going to figure out what didn't go right, and they're going to make sure that that stuff is taken care of when they go to Portland because that's going to be their biggest challenge of the series yet. I think every single game we sit here and say, oh, this game is going to be the biggest one yet. This game is going to be the biggest one yet. For obvious reasons, the one on Tuesday night is going to be the biggest one yet because that could possibly be OKC's ticket right outside or right out of the playoffs, and they're done. Yeah, um, we, everything's basically been said about this game. It's really simple. The Thunder could not hit shots. They're two guys that they rely on to hit shots. Didn't do that. Dame went off. CJ went off and closed the game, and that's the difference. And um, we've kind of focused on Madison. We've kind of, at least me, kind of focused on – big philosophical thing so um we'll we'll say that until the thunder are officially eliminated i don't want to get into sweeping legislational uh, which is not even a word i don't want to get into sweeping legislation change for the thunder we'll, we'll wait until they're actually beaten uh in out, out of the postseason so let's let's take this opportunity to go to the next question segment which is um which probably should be changed because somebody got to russell finally and <laughs> Uh, Barry Trammell from the Oklahoman asked Russ the question. A good question. A good question, like he typically does. He'll typically ask Russell good questions, which in the past has kind of annoyed me because <laughs> there was one instance a few weeks ago, he asked Russ a question that kind of in the same vein that I wanted to ask. And as soon as Barry asked it, I was like, damn it, now I can't ask the question because Russ is going to think that I'm just basically trying to bait yeah. him into answering Barry's question. But it is what I actually wanted to know, and now we're not going to get an answer. I can't put it in my story. But, uh, yeah, tonight Russ finally said, um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. So someone got to him. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, there wasn't a sideshow tonight. He acknowledged that it was a good question, too. I was like, okay, this yeah. is going somewhere. But then he just said, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, that's that's a – you know, baby steps. <laughs> it's fine. Well, um, but yeah. Let's uh, let's get right to the questions, which we have a few, but we'll try to get through them. Um, at Brad Zillio, Brad Valancourt. Uh, sorry, you guys have a tough job tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. We appreciate it. Um, Steve Hunt at O zero F. Uh, kids these days don't want to see DJs hit a play button, take selfies, and throw cake. What is the solution to this? Um, I don't think I quite understand. <laughs> you might have to break this down. Um, what? Kid, kids and their technology. See, was kids and was, their rock and roll. That was too puzzling for me, sorry. Um, let's see here. Um, Kendall Eshback, at Kendall Eshback. Thunder suck, trade Russ, and get Buddy healed. Oh, okay. I mean. Hey, I'd like to cover Buddy healed. <laughs> I would love to cover Buddy healed. I, I don't know why I can't put my finger on it, but I would like to cover Buddy healed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he used to wear, like, crimson or something. Um, our favorite follower and subscriber to the podcast, uh, Ben Noble. at Hi, ben. ben. Our Noble One. With comments coming from uh, people like Kendrick, former Thunder player Kendrick Perkins about sticking to your game, 
what is the most effective way to get through the players to re- realize a certain approach is, isn't working and that they need to recalibrate? Feels like it should be easier to realize than it has been. Ben, I'll tell you this right now. We know why the Thunder don't do that. Uh, things trickle down. Who is the Thunder's leader on the floor? Um, that is why they don't change when it's very obvious that things should change. Adjustments should be made. It's really that simple. Yep. The Thunder have tried. They are trying and will continue to try as long as Russell is here yeah. um, to get him to understand those things. Um, but, again, Russell plays at that edge. That's what makes him good, and it also is what feeds into his negative play. Yeah, and, I mean, kind of what Brady just said, yes, Russell is – he's a little hard-headed. He's stubborn when it comes to – Uh, making adjustments and maybe doing what would be best for like the team and that's not me saying that he doesn't care about what's best for the team that's just me saying that you know he is very stuck in his ways because he's seen it work and we've all seen it work obviously he's been in the league for 11 years he's had an incredible career so far he's one of the most talked about and talented players out there Um, he's not going to change though that's case in point that's not me just making that up he has physically told us that he's not going to change so Honestly, I mean, yeah, when you have a guy like that leading the team, then that's really going to fade into the other guys and the way that they approach the game. That might be a big problem, but that also could work to their advantage just because Russell plays with so much passion and so much emotion out there. And, yes, sometimes it gets the best of him, but also it can really help him pull ahead and just become this dominant player that cannot be stopped. So, yeah, I mean – that that's just that that's it I guess period <laughs> that that's how that how that's how it is. Um, Rough Riders at OU updated SB. What's up, brother? Why did the Thunder not believe in a scoring shooting guard? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, Terrence Ferguson could possibly be that guy um, next season. Um, we talked about it earlier in the show. They're just reliant on a guy who's probably not necessarily ready for it. I I like his aggression. And he has such a high ceiling. There is so much upside with this team still, despite all the frustrations that we've seen in this postseason. Guys like Jeremy Grant, Terrence Ferguson, they keep getting better. And if Terrence makes that the same jump he made this year into year three, that's a really good shooting guard. Yeah. That's a good shooting guard for your future. Uh, a, a good defensive player, a lengthy athletic guy who can hit shots. And uh, I think the Thunder should continue putting their stock in Terrence because I, I like his future. Um, I didn't like it coming into this year, but he certainly made me a believer. So um, we'll see. We will see with Terrence Ferguson. Yeah, I think Terrence Ferguson has so much potential because his jump from last season to this season has just been tremendous. I mean, yes, he's had probably equal amount of games is where he has been a little underwhelming to where he's been just awesome and on fire and very, like, contributive. Is that a word? He contributed greatly to uh, the Thunder. But – Um, I don't know. I think if you give him one more year, he goes into a third season here in Oklahoma City. Man, the the sky is the limit for this guy because I really do see a lot of talent in him. I see a lot of young fire and energy. So, I mean, that's someone that I'm really looking uh, forward to seeing evolve throughout this process of being here in Oklahoma City and just being under guys like Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Uh, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, who's going to leave, who's going to go. But I think Terrence Ferguson right now, he is growing so well in the game. And he could be so dangerous for them next season. Uh, Rob Sony, NBA. Anthony Davis asked out with two years left on his contract. PG-13 essentially has two years left going into next season. Any chance Presty blows it up if they lose in five, they could get a haul for PG-13. 
Um, that would be awkward. I'll say this. That would be a PR nightmare for the Thunder who <laughs> who have an up, such an uphill battle as it is to try and get guys like Paul George to um, not only come here but stay here. Yeah. And Paul did that. And uh, Paul is not a better player than um, Kevin Durant, of course. Um, James Harden did play here, but he wasn't MVP James Harden when he was here. But he's a part of the Thunder's history. Um, I think... I think right now Paul George is a better player than Russell Westbrook, but I think when they both retire and we look back in history, Russell Westbrook is going to have the more impactful career because of all the triple-double history For stuff. Sure. And speaking of speaking just from uh, an Oklahoma City perspective, Russell's legacy is so much is going to be so much stronger than Paul's. But having said that, Paul's the first superstar to willingly choose to stay here that didn't grow up here. But Russell grew up here and liked the way the organization kind of catered to his desires mm-hmm. um, and chose to stay here for a lot of reasons, one of them being that he likes playing for Oklahoma City. So yeah. um, Paul has a legacy with Oklahoma City already just in his second year that I feel if Presti traded that, you destroy a lot of relationships that you've built um, with superstar caliber players, upper, upper echelon players, to try and get them to come here because why would they want to come here? If you're going to yeah. trade Paul George, who yeah. chose to stay here. So I think that would be such a nightmare. But um, there are guys that are – there are guys that the Thunder could trade. Um, but I don't really want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I agree with Brady on Paul. I really don't think that's going to be the first thing that pops into pressing the front office's mind when this season does come to an end, whenever that is. Um, yes, if it's over on Tuesday, I think some adjustments could be made. Uh, some may surprise us, and that's not me alluding to anything. I don't know anything. Uh, but you know everything. <laughs> yeah, I secretly know everything. Just kidding. But, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the first thing that would happen because, like Brady said, that would just be a nightmare for this organization. Right now, I think they've had to deal with a couple of things this season. The last thing they want to do is taint it even more. So I think a lot of good, thought-out things are going to go into what's going to happen in the postseason and where guys are going to go, who's going to be traded, if there is a major trade. I don't think it's going to be the spur-of-the-moment type of thing. Um, There's just going to be a lot of thought. So, I mean, I wouldn't panic about anything like that yet. Um, Let's let's do one more. Um, Let me find one. It's not... Um, who should, uh, Brad Valancourt, who shoulders the most blame in this disastrous playoff run? <laughs> um, well, well, shoulders is, I don't know if he did that on purpose. That's a very good word to use. Yeah. Because um, I'm not going to use this excuse for the Thunder once again. They used the excuse about Andre Robertson's injury last year for their collapse. Um, Paul George is hurt. Um, he's healthy enough to play. But I would would have been interested to see what a relatively healthy Paul George could have done in the postseason with the way he was playing. Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know because I'm not going to put place blame on the Thunder's role players because they're just simply not ready mm-hmm. to shoulder that load. They are almost there. No pun intended. Um, I don't want to blame Russell because Russell has played fairly well more times than not in this series. But I think um, – as we've gone further into the series, it's really apparent that his style of play is just, it's just not conducive. Yeah. It's just not conducive to winning. And I hate saying that because I love watching Russell Westbrook play, but um, it there's just so much evidence to the contrary that 
when the Thunder play a smart team, Russell Westbrook, unless he's on every single night, and that's hard to depend upon in the postseason, unless he's on, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't think there is uh, any reason to point fingers at any guy right now because this is a team sport, so uh, a lot of factors can go into it. And, yeah, I mean, we've made multiple comments about – Yes, Paul George's shoulder is injured. He's not feeling the greatest right now. But you know what? If he's going to stand up there and he's going to tell media, I'm fine. I'm playing through no pain. I don't want to talk about this. This is not important. Then just back off. Like, maybe it's really not that big of a deal right now. He's going to deal with it. He's a professional. He is – I mean, he's played through worse. Obviously, like, he's had a lot of injuries as – or as has every basketball player in this league right now. So it's really not that big of a deal, I think. Um, that's just kind of the way it is right now, and they're just going to have to deal with it. I mean, that's not going to be fixed overnight, so there's there's no fingers to be pointed right now. Well, I'm going to point my finger at the stop button because uh, we're going to we're going to wrap this one up. The Thunder lose 111 to 98. They head back to Portland tomorrow. I don't know if they'll practice, um, but they will play Game Five Tuesday night. Uh, will the Thunder have exit interviews on Wednesday or Thursday? We do not know. Will they have a game on Thursday back here in Oklahoma City? You do not know, but if they do, stay tuned with us. But uh, for Miss Madison Morris, this is Brady Trantham. Good night, everybody.